Welcome to Crowding the Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Ephraim Cochran. He is. Damn it. Hey, it's July 31st today. Yeah, man. What's tomorrow? Uh, August 1st? Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. We have movies coming Tuesdays. up. Movie, Movie, movies. Movies. We're just getting right at it today. <laughs> firing, it, firing it up. Firing it up. So Guardians 3 finally comes out for those of you that are loving your Marvel movies. Hell, even if you don't love Marvel movies across the board, Guns, Guardian movies have done their own little Never island. Never seen one of them. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Well, yeah, I get it. Uh, the second one, Joey and I like a lot, and that movie fucked me up pretty good. It really is about an absentee father and uh, and the, his son. So it's when I saw it in was that twenty nineteen? Is that right? Twenty eighteen? Fuck no, whatever it was. Twenty seventeen, I think. I remember the I was on one? location. Yeah, I think I was on location twenty seventeen. First one was twenty fourteen. Eh, maybe I don't remember. It was been. It's it been doesn't a while. matter. But I it was. Haven't, I but still haven't seen it. <laughs> sitting at the wonderful ArcLight in Sherman Oaks. Uh, and you know, watching a movie about a father and his son and being absentee father in it and being somebody that works the fucking hours that I do away from my kid while he's sitting next to me while we're watching this. Yeah. It, it fucked me up a bit. And I, I don't think anybody that listens to the show really is surprised to hear that I get super emo watching a movie that I'm supposed to be emo about. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking big surprise. Right. Uh, and I have not visited since, uh, last fall. For obvious reasons, so Joey wanted, Joey wanted to watch it prior to us seeing Guardians Three. I'm like, no, buddy, I I just can't. Is it because of Groompa? And I'm like, yeah, dude, it's because of Groompa. Can can't do it, buddy. So anyway, so we're I really enjoyed the third one. It was a nice close to the series as it was. As far as the, I liked it because it's always has been its own island. It hasn't really been tied to all the bullshit. They kind of make it so that it kind of works with the other storylines, but. This is still this is still good. Basically, it was it was Gunn's swan song because he's off now running DC's uh, studio division over at um, at Warner Brothers. Well, he's not doing much of anything right now. He's very much out there striking with everybody it's else. Superman, dude. Yeah, I, well, we'll get in the Superman conversation at another time because uh, I got a lot to say about that. But we'll we'll wait till the time comes. So there's more to talk about other than we all. Only thing we know right now is that he wrote it and he's already picked his his stars to be in it. More releases, you know, lots of more 4K. We we saw Warner Brothers do this recently where they're pulling out some of their, their big boys um, after giving some serious love to North by Northwest years ago. So they're continuing the trend. We got Rio Bravo and some more of that James Dean stuff. And we're getting East of Eden, too, on 4K. And they've been really good with the way they handled their... They're, they're, they're considered big titles for, for them when it comes to home to the home video market because they always have reissues. These are always like part of those 25 movies that they reissue. <laughs> Outside of Wizard of Oz, I mean, how many iterations have we seen that come out, you know? But I'm excited for the real Bravo. That sounds like a fun one to see again. Uh, again, speaking of dad movies, I don't think I saw East Eden with my pop, though. I think I saw that one on my own. Just I think in, I saw East of Eden in like ninth grade fucking English class yeah. first time. I, I just I think I just had a general interest in in James Dean because you don't when, when we were both teenagers that you, we didn't there wasn't access to a bunch of stuff. Most of what we knew was whatever. Uh, obviously the the media you knew machine. From Happy Days, I just knew who he was from Happy Days because there was a poster <laughs> of him on Fonzie's closet. I know, right? That's it. That's how I knew James Dean. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Happy Days, over the weekend. We went and saw Nylander's one-woman show, Legally Brunette. This is our third time seeing it. And the reason the ties is because 
it's the Gary Marshall Theater that she did her show at. I mentioned it a while back because she, you know, she did this back in I want to say September, and then she went out to New York and did some off Broadway at the same for the same show. But she's also David Lander's daughter who played Squiggy on Laverne and Shirley. And Happy Days. Yeah, and Happy Days. So that was, I mean, it was fun. And it was great because she's, I've seen the show three times now. And every time that she's done it, it's been a little different. She's a great improver. So she in, interacts with the audience quite a bit. So anyway, yeah, that, so that, that, that was kind of cool. I didn't think I was going to talk about that, but think, nice setup. And you didn't even mean to. Yeah, I, I laid it up there for you, man. <laughs> Speaking of of young performers, not so young these days, but young from our teenage days and and uh, what we consume. Ferris Bueller's Day Off is getting a 4K from Paramount, who's been pretty good about their, you know, digging into their library and and doing their Paramount Presents line. Ironically, this is not one of those movies, but still also very curious as to why Ferris Bueller's yeah, Day Off needs you know, a 4K treatment. I don't. It's funny because I have my, my buddy, Paul, he's got two kids. One, one just turned 20 and the other one just turned 23. Uh, but I remember he tried to, you know, they watched Ferris Bueller oh, probably about four or five years ago now. And they both thought it was the worst thing they'd ever seen. <laughs> they, they couldn't stand it. They could barely, I don't even know if they got through it. And he was like, really? it was so funny because they, uh, yeah, they just hated it. But I mean, here's the that's thing. That's a I strong don't word, man. <laughs> no, they did. They literally hated it. I was like, wow. Because he told me, he goes, man, the kids hated it. Hated, hated, hated it. And I was like, wow, all right. I mean, I don't know that I hate it. But again, I don't know. I mean, there's a bunch of other movies I would always rather watch instead of this one. Right. No I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine what will 4K do for this. Yeah. Maybe make it look like a, you know soap opera from the eighties. Well, the last Blu-ray release of it, like the parade scene, is probably to me going to be the one scene that's going to really showcase it, right? And it it was it was fine. I'm like this looks great. I don't think I've ever seen the movie look better since seeing it in the theater. So, but no, here's the thing: that's funny. The first time I saw Ferris Bueller's Day Off, because they didn't get it. The Man Theater, the one lone walk-in theater that we had at that time when there wasn't a dollar theater was the man six where they shot bachelor party at. They didn't get it for some reason. So we had to go to our drive-in to see it. And remember we talked before, <laughs> anytime I bring up drive-ins, the, the, the really unusual pairings. Well, this time the pairings were, were of the time. They weren't like one old one and one new one. It was Ferris Bueller and Prince's under the cherry moon. Yeah, those are good. I can see why you'd put those together. Yeah, sure. Sure. Because <laughs> Prince is kind of like the Matthew Broderick of <laughs> Paris. Sure. I actually like Under the Cherry Moon more than I like First Bueller's Day Off. Dude, I 100%. That they <laughs> when after Prince passed, they put out that three pack Warner yes. Brothers did with that kick ass purple Blu ray covers. And it was Purple Rain, uh, the aforementioned. Uh, under the Cherry Moon and Graffiti Bridge. And yeah, well, you know what? They they had to uh, include Graffiti Bridge because they had a ton of them they couldn't give away. <laughs> well, but here's, I'll get, in all fairness, dude, it, the, the need, none of those three movies had a Blu-ray release, so. No, I know. And prior to that, <laughs> I think the DVD release was still, what they call those old Snap-top uh, DVDs? Yeah, it was a snap case. Yeah, and it was, and I don't even think it was letterboxed. It was fucking 4-3. No, yeah, yeah, I have it. I have yeah. one. Unopened. For, and the, the transfer in all three of those movies is wonderful, but seriously, the and I think I talked about this 
at one point during this <laughs> fucking show that we've done for going on starting our fifth year in just a matter of two weeks. Under a Cherry Moon is a beautiful transfer. It's a beautifully shot movie. And I, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a good movie. It's certain, definitely not Purple Rain. There's just, it's missing that thing that, you know. It's the perfect movie to play, turn the sound off and turn the parade soundtrack. soundtrack. Yeah. 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 What sucks though too is I, I wish they would have released the music though away from the soundtrack because he had the, the, like the score, the instrumental stuff that yeah. the revolution did was so fucking good. And, and Wendy and Lisa kind of headed that up. I wish I would see, I mean, at this point, the, the, the estate has been really good about releasing things. Hopefully somebody will come around and release that because I think that would be at least a deluxe version because you know, they just announced vinyl reissues for love, sexy and fuck what was the other one for come. Not that comes on that good, but it's like, um, Hopefully they'll get around to doing that because I think I think Out of Cherry Moon deserves a little bit of extra love because there's more there to be a had. There's no way that that stuff doesn't exist in a vault somewhere. So, oh yeah, they've been releasing a bunch of stuff over the last like month. Yeah, yeah, and then over the week uh, was that maybe Friday? I just got an email from from the print store saying that they were re-releasing those two. Uh, nothing special. I mean, it's, there's nothing unique on them, but. Um, but you know, and they're nice one. Okay, well, at least they're 180 grams. They're not some of that cheap, flimsy shit that Warner Brothers was reissuing right after he died. And at least it's like quality uh, cut now. But yeah, so fuck. How do we talk about Prince? Where the fuck can we come from? You because you brought up the double feature, <laughs> the drive-in with oh, Ferris right. Bueller. Oh, that's right. With Ferris Bueller 4K. Shh. Ferris Bueller 4K. Put me to sleep. Uh, you know what? Here's the thing. Look, if we're gonna go if we look, here, let's just throw out. Here's two other movies that are coming out this week. Uh, one is. Um, Two Guns, okay. starring uh, Denzel. Fucking 4K for that, dude. I'm so excited for that shit. Do you, are you are you being serious? Yes. Yeah, Two Guns is fun, dude. Dude, it'll be such a blast. I, I when I first saw the trailer for it, I'm like going. I remember seeing the theater, and I was like, one of those. I was thinking it was something assholes I was like, going. I, yes. Pass. I mean, I, dude, I, I literally, <laughs> uh, my friend Adam Siegel is one of the producers, yeah. and Adam produced. Uh, Oh God! What is it? Uh, the movie you love, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim. Drive a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And I remember um, he's like, "Hey, do you see Two Guns?" And I'm like, "Oh no!" And he's like, "Why, dude? It's so you're gonna fucking love it." And I was like, "Really? I don't know." <laughs> it doesn't look I like a movie I love. It. No, and then dude, I, but it is. It's it. It's the kind of movie that I do like. But I was just like, eh, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, you know, all the thing. But dude, it's super fun. And uh, just the fact that you know they're. They're re, they're releasing it on a 4K. Yeah, I just um, I, I'm just curious. It's it, I'm due for a rewatch, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm down for that. It's funny too, because like when we talk, I and mean, for a long time, even though Way of the Gun came out way before this, I I still kind of associate them kind of being similar movies, and they are kind of similar movies. But this one's far more comedic. But Macquarie's Way of the Gun and Two Guns. I need to watch Two Guns again to to reassess as far as making a, a pairing of those two, but they're very like movies that I remember anyway. But no, dude, I love, I, I shouldn't. Okay, Wahlberg is an acquired taste, obviously. Yes, and, 100%. And, and even for people that like him, you can't watch him and everything. It's So we see him in this, I'm kind of like, you, you look at Mike Denzel, and then, oh, Denzel's doing a paycheck movie. That's what you think when you see this. As far as the trailer goes, when I saw the movie, I'm like going, it's that same resistance I had to James Mangold's Night and Day with with uh, 
Cameron yeah. Diaz and Tom Cruise. I kind of resisted it, and I'm like, and I finally saw it. I'm like, oh no, this is fun. But this this movie's super fun, dude. Yeah. And it's also it's it's kind of there's a there's a little bit of deja vu uh, fucking yes. reunion between with Paula Patton and yeah. Bill Paxton's in this. You know, Paxton, the late great Bill Paxton, uh, Marsden's in it. Fucking Eddie Almost is in it. I mean, Fred Ward is in this movie, dude. Everybody that you would want to be in this kind of movie is in this movie. Right. Oh, by the way, uh, congratulations to James Marsden for scoring an Emmy nom for, yeah, dude, for, for Jerry Duty. Duty. <laughs> <laughs> That's so rad. I mean, there's not going to be an Emmy's show, but good for you, good, yeah. James Marsden. You, you're well done, my friend. Well played. I can't recall a TV show where you and I triumphed at, like, we championed that thing to the, I got, I got everybody at work seeing it, and then as soon as the Emmy noms came out, everybody was, like, texting me or sending me, like, Slack DMs yeah, or something, like, too. going, oh, my God, dude, that movie, that show you, like, hey, and they were all super excited, like, I'm like, do I, look, I said, I, I'm pointing to Freddy first, because he's the one that recommended it, but, dude, fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a fucking fun show, dude. But I'm stuck with stuff. But yeah, dude, he, he's Marsden shows and on jury duty and the same kind of vibe he's got here. And he's starting like we talked about when we covered jury duty after I had seen it. He's in that mode of his career now, like Rob Lowe was when he switched gears and yeah. started doing comedy. He, like yes, when we saw him in Tommy Boy. Yeah, or Wayne's World. And all, dude, and he's really starting to build kind of off that. And his supporting part in this is just fucking rad, dude. Dude, he's so good. And again, this is another one's movie you haven't seen yet. Yeah, go for it. What I also noticed on this release, re-release, that it's not, it's strictly 4K. They're not, the only the only reason there's a new Blu-ray coming because it's packaged with that 4K. There's no separate Blu-ray coming out. So what you see on Blu-ray already probably is the same thing you're going to get here, except for maybe this is struck off the new 4K remaster. Don't know. It's kind of hard to tell. There's really not a lot you of information about it. the craziest thing about this is it, that August 1st is the 10-year anniversary, almost to the date yeah. that this movie was released. Because it was released on August 2nd, 2013. Yeah. There is fat, fat kinds of bonus stuff on this. Now, again, this could stem from the original Blu-ray release. But um, there's this has got this is chock full of extras. And by the way, and, and the commentary there is is from the director and, and uh, your friend Adam. Is doing them is uh yeah is, man. So I I never I I know I've got some Blu-ray somewhere in the house, but we talked about recently and why you're on a moratorium for your purchases. It still might be sealed. It might it might be ten year old movie still sealed. So I have a few of those myself. Yes, it wouldn't <laughs> shock me. So that's why I'm a moratorium. <laughs> moratorium. Yeah. So not Nightbreed 4K is coming out. From yeah, Shout and, uh, Factory. and Arrow is re is releasing. Did you see that release? It's not this week, but did you see that release for the Hellraiser? Every the, all Hellraiser, everything. Yeah, th what the hell was it called? It had some really fucking funny Hellraiser name. Hell World or something. I mean, oh, it's, Hell but it's, was it's, one of the movies, but what the fuck was it? Hold yeah, on, you, you called you, the, yeah. you Insta, you sent to me Insta, but it was it was it was it was actually an Arrow Films. Yeah, dude, it is a it is quite. A, uh, the fuck is a quartet of torment? That's what it's called. Yes, there you go. Yeah, but no, this is just the movie, dude. This is just the first movie. Oh, I thought for some reason I thought it was all of them. I thought, no. they, I thought they were doing the first movie, and then there was like, then there was a bigger like box set, dude. I'm shocked. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if we don't end up just getting all of them at some point, like yeah. in a, in a, some massive release. Yeah, it's a it's some huge thing with limited edition 4K, like. Um, what do you call it? Steelbook, nuttiness, but it's just the standalone. It's just the movie, the first movie. 
Yeah. And you know what's weird about Hellraiser, dude? Do you, uh, you people don't like this? I, I love the Scott Derrickson one, man. And I think Scott Derrickson <laughs> doesn't like it. I, I, what I heard uh, somebody said he, he was saying like this is the movie that he doesn't ever want to talk about. I mean, <laughs> he made a pretty good Hellraiser movie, man. Inferno, yeah. Yeah, with Craig Sheffer, who kind of went MIA somewhere. Somewhere. Around 2005. <laughs> right. I, I can't remember. I've seen them all. And the thing that was funny is like, I forgot who, somebody directed it. Whoever, whoever directed, like he directed like two or three of them, not Derek's, but somebody after that. He, the thing was they had to keep redoing them. They had to keep making them to hold on to rights. Or at least it was yeah, in production. They kept, yeah, they had, there was a whole bunch of them. They, uh, it, there was one with Kari Wurr and then one with Lance Henriks. They were all Dimension was making them. Right. Part of a, it was like it was like if we weren't getting a prophecy sequel, we were getting a <laughs> Hellraiser sequel. They were like alternating weeks. You know, it's funny. I love Chris Walken and everything, but damn, I, I, if I just I got to tap out after the first prophecy. No, but and and then they called prophecy two, and it was like a first ad came out for it. it didn't say the prophecy; it said yeah. prophecy two. And I thought we were getting a sequel to our mutant bear movie, and I'm like, yep. what the fuck, man? Like twenty years later, we're gonna make this movie? No. <sighs> so disappointing the first prophecy is pretty damn good no dude it's it's fucking moody as shit too what's the what's the other one i remember when that came out and then there was was it rapture the one with with mimi i think so yeah that one those two kind of came out really close together and i'm mistaking i i mistakenly watched rapture thinking i was watching prophecy when i rented it and i thought i mean as far as i was just confused about which one which one was which and what as far as the storyline goes I'm glad I mixed them up because Rapture is fucking great, dude. Because, but yeah, dude, I think I got to the third prophecy and I was like, okay, now you're just you're just having one on, right? You're taking a piss on me now, right? This is just yeah, totally. You're just, now you're just fucking being. Now you're just fucking. With yeah, me. yeah. Hey, by the way, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say this: if you have not seen Hellraiser Inferno, it is on Hulu, Max, and Prime right now. There you go. So there you go. Speaking of Dimension and Paramount, so I don't even know if that's a, like a re-release. That's, speaking of that, that's another thing too. Is like I don't think we're ever going to see a box set because of how the rights are all over all over the place on this. Oh yeah, I don't know, man. You know, Paramount is one. They didn't want to get into that bullshit. You know, because <laughs> you know they they had the whole thing with Friday the Thirteenth, right? They had a certain rights, and then you know Jason Voorhees' rights were over at New Line, and you're dealing with all that fucking bullshit. And we all know. Dude. The recent fights over that shit. Do you know from uh, the, our good friends at Vestron who are re releasing these fantastic sort yeah. of, you know, dude, you know what was just, I don't know when it, it was just released, but I did see it. I ran into Best Buy the other day because I had to buy a drive. And I just was like, you know, I'm just going to walk through the one rack of Blu-rays that they have now. <laughs> they put, Vestron put out a Dentist and Dentist 2 Blu-ray. Which is just jammed up with extras. So if you're a fan wow. of uh, bad horror movies uh, or just those, these great uh, Vestron, because they also put out a um, all seven uh, Wishmasters <laughs> on a box as well, which has just yeah. tons. I can't really imagine what kind of extras. I never got into the Wishmaster stuff. I don't know if I've ever seen any other thing other than the first one, but I did see the dentist and the dentist too. Me either you know, back in the day uh, because they were, you know, must have rentals, but, uh, the, I didn't pick it up. Obviously I wanted to, it was actually, and it was running, it was 14 
but uh, you know, that's out there as well. Wow. The dentist. Yeah. And Andy Divoff, right? He's like, isn't he the, Correct. he's the man in that. Uh, that was actually, the first one was directed by Robert Kurtzman. Was that one of the first things I he directed? So. Yeah. Oh, Kurtzman. Cause that was like, what year, fuck, what year was that? 88 97 the first wishmaster was it 90 oh the wishmaster wishmaster i thought you were talking the dentist no i still wouldn't have thought it was that late though i thought i thought it was 95 but it makes sense so yeah west craven did that west this is like the i think the first thing he did the west craven presents thing and because isn't isn't robert england in this too doesn't he have a part in this yeah yeah i believe oh, so yeah, yeah and angus screams the narrator the right 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 Oh my gosh, Ted Raimi's in it too. I haven't seen that movie in eons, dude. Oh, that's right. And Tammy Lauren was the lead and she was the feminine. That's right. Holy fuck, dude. I've not seen this movie in, well, 26 years. Jesus, dude. Yeah, it's been a long time. Holy smoke. I'm just looking at these. I'm looking at the dentist. So you can get it for 12 bucks at Amazon. Uh, But dude, I didn't realize they, they had put out a Silent Night, Deadly Night collection, which is three films it's the first three 14 it's 1439 right now um from vestron they also put out patrick swayze's steel dawn <laughs> wow and if you worked in a video store you 100 percent know it's steel dawn is yeah you mentioned vestron part of the prime day deals like i couldn't turn it down because first of all i didn't know it fucking existed and tom ellicott confirmed that it was it was worth watching and at 499 their Candyman 3 Day of the Dead release. I didn't, I mean, the cover's fucking rad. And, and I just went, oh, okay, for five bucks, I'll pick that up. The Day of the Dead, the uh, Romero one? No, From no, 85? Candyman 3. Oh, Candyman 3. Yeah, I had no idea. I mean, it's been out for a little over a year, but I didn't even know it existed, so. Candyman 3, uh, I saw it back in the day. It was like a straight to video, I think. Makes a lot of sense to be straight to video. Yeah, I think it wasn't uh, Candyman 2, I feel, was straight. Well, maybe Candyman 2 got a No, no, Candyman 2 release. was a theatrical. I, I saw it in the theater. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember seeing it until it came out on video. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Man, there's so, so, much, that shit. I do. There's so much shit I, out there. So much shit. Damn. <laughs> there's like, what was the other? Okay, there was one other thing that I was going to mention that was coming out, and it was just Robert like, De Niro's fine new film. Yeah, fuck that shit. I can't believe that. <laughs> Okay, if you are a Dragon Ball Z fan, all the Dragon yes. Ball Z movies, are, uh, the seasons are coming out. I know Joe is kind of super excited by it. He's like, Dad, are you going to buy those? I'm like, no. <laughs> it's, no. I get, buddy, it's like, I know you want it, but here's the thing. It, unfortunately, Amazon's got an exclusive on it, and Crunchyroll is the, because Joey has, Joey watches all this stuff on Crunchy, Crunchyroll on the app. So he, he was super excited to see that it was coming out. And I said, buddy, the box set is $200. Now, if you want it, cool. But here's the thing. Be stoked because it's an Amazon exclusive. It does come out on, on, on Tuesday, the first. Because it's an Amazon exclusive, it's going to probably be a Black Friday deal because no one's going to fucking buy it. I mean, not at 190 bucks or not. So Nope. I said, if you want it bad enough... Maybe I'll pick it up for you. And this is, and it's a full on, by that point too, we'll find out if it's worthwhile transfer all of that. But it's a, it's like a, they did a full on five, one mix for it and it's all Dolby true HD. So it's a solid set, but yeah. What the fuck you sending me? I'm sending you a theatrical. <laughs> oh look, at, look at the theatrical. He, what he did, he looks like, a, like I, he looks like there's something wrong with him. Well, there is. He's making movies like this. This Memorial Day weekend, feathers will be ruffled. 
Yeah, dude, this thing came and went. Oh my the gosh, hottest, the hottest comic in America. That's what that, that literally was about to mention. That that's the we did this. Is this is May twenty sixth? Was it just this past May? Yeah, okay. totally. I'm gonna put this in the show notes because what the fuck? And dude, is it is that Peacock in the background? Because this was is this was this no. released directly to Peacock? Love, it could be. It's on Lionsgate release for you. Oh good lord! Yeah. That looks awful. <laughs> and what we're talking about is this Robert De Niro movie that comes out on Tuesday. It's called Tuesday. About My Father, and it looks awful. It looks awful. I'll put up both po- posters, the one you just showed me and the one we first came across. So about my father? My father would watch two guns instead of this. <laughs> Can't believe May 26th, just a couple of months ago, is when this thing came out. Fuck Dude, that off. looks. This looks like something that would would have come out like in the mid '90s. But instead of like we well, you know with Rob, instead of Robert De Niro, it would be um, who who does who does he look like in this picture? He looks like. Um, did you watch? The, did you watch Buckus at all yet? No, I could. I dude. I, got, I know. I know. I know why. I but got I wasn't five, sure. five minutes in. I couldn't watch anymore. I wasn't sure if you saw any of it, but the way he looks like this, this is how Pesci looks in it. Not with the jacket, but he's got that kind of hat on, and he kind of, and he has these really cool glasses. I mean, fucking Pesci Rock. I know, dude, and I and I understand why you don't watch it and why you can't watch it. But the, the, the I'm going to reiterate this. There's a moment in the last episode with Pesci, and it just dude's gonna. He's fucking. He's just the. He's just the man. That's all there is to it. That's all I gotta say about him. He's just. Never disappoints. I mean, he may pick disappointing movies to be in, but he fucking rocks in everything he does. Uh oh, shit. Okay, so that Jaws two came, the four K came, and it's gorgeous. The movies never looked better. I was rewatching it while I was at work, uh, trying to stay awake till three in the morning while covering World Cup. And watch it on my laptop, and but I have a nice, you know, I have a nice MacBook Pro, so it looks nice and clean. The scene where the burnt up boat pilot show <laughs> falls all over him while he's trying to retrieve the debris from the from the ocean. That the whole thing, the skyline, the ocean, the way he pulls up skin. I mean, it. We talked about when we covered the movie. It this movie is highly underrated for its production design and value on it and it looks gorgeous i think because i think more people talk about all the jaw sequels well the shitty ones because <laughs> you're talking about three and four where they're you just they're just awful uh, did you know recently they played they, they showed the third one in 3d yep locally and i, I yes it, it, here's the thing it doesn't help no, and the yeah, and what's funny is I think if you guys listen to our Black Demon episode, I made a crack about oh look, it's a Jaws 3D thing because they're showing a camera shot from inside the jaw, inside the shark, shark's body, like looking outwards through his, his jaws. They they do that in Jaws 3D, but what it really is is just you just watching some guy like dying. It is my, my favorite moment of the movie because you could just hear his bones crushing while, while the body's can while the while the shark Shark's is constricting him. It's fucking rad, dude. It's, yeah, sure. It, it's like being it's going like going down the shark's throat. Man. <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw this out there, and before I forget, is that uh, next Saturday, the fifth, this coming Saturday, uh, I will be at the Los Feliz Three watching American Gigolo. Mm-hmm. If anybody you know, if you're interested, American Gigolo at the Los Feliz Three. LF three. The LF3, LF3, as we call it. 
And apparently that's what they're starting to call it now too. Well, good. Yeah. Good for them. That's our, that's, that's my favorite small little theater. Like, like we talked about, we saw South of Heaven there. I've seen Greece too there. Uh, this is going to, I bet you money that this is going to be in that same, same theater. Cause he keep, cause the thing about Los Feliz three is they still have first run movies. So they'll probably be in the big theater like that, but that's a fun little theater. How did we, how big did we say that was like, like 75 feet seats? I think it's, like I think it's a 99. I think it's like, I think it's considered a black box. So it's, it's yeah. definitely under 99 theaters. Right. Because they have a certain criteria to reach for. Um, like when movies want to premiere there that are that are just like one-off paid, paid weekend kind of things so that makes them eligible for awards and stuff. I think it does have to be 99. Is that the magic number? Yeah. It's yeah. got to be, uh, to be a black box theater, it's yeah. 99. 99. But yeah, any, okay, I'll say this. If you, even if you don't live in Los Angeles, if you come out on your visit here and you think, I want to go catch a movie or something like that, dude, go there. Go see a movie there because check it out. See if there's, because they always have fun movies there. And across the street is Fred's. Fred's little diner that you and Fred's I ate. Fred's 62, at. dude. Yeah, fucking place is so rad. And then go across the street and go to House of Pies and, and have some dessert. Or if you like, if you love tacos, Tacos Two Madres right next door to LF3. Um, they have, uh, I mean, Tacos Two Madre will, I always say, is like probably the best taco place in town, I, I think, in a, in a town full of great taco places. But dude, that's a fun little spot because you that that's the struggle. Like, do we go to Fred sixty two? Do we go and get some tacos? If you like burgers, smash burgers on the other side of <laughs> to the opposite side of uh, of Tacos to Madre. Yeah. Anyway, so dude, yeah. So July is gone. Boom! It's a memory. It's in the past. We're because of my dumb schedule. We're literally. Uh, <laughs> If you guys listen to our losers episode, that was literally for me anyway. I watched, we recorded, and I edited all on the same day. <laughs> I don't think I've done that before where we did everything. I've had a movie episode all at one time for me anyway. But we are recording because of my schedule. We're, we're doing our first August episode this coming Thursday. Is that when we decide we're going to do it? It would have to be Thursday if we're going to get it out on time. Yeah, I mean it'll be sometime this week. But this month, holy shit! I, I, <laughs> we're, we get excited about certain themes. This theme month, this is gonna be this is gonna be a fun one, man. Oh, and just so everybody knows, so American Gigolo is playing at four p.m. Uh, on Saturday the fifth, four p.m. What are they stacking it with? Because usually they have something really cool afterwards when they when they have a double a virtual double bill like that. Oh, sure. I'm gonna look it up. Um, I was looking at to see actually who is uh, if if there was anything if you know if by some you know grace of God Paul Schrader was going to show up, but um, you know I don't think that's happening. But uh, it doesn't say. Oh, but they're showing Party Party Girl before that, before Jiglo. Oh, with uh, Parker. Uh huh. Hmm. Interesting. I'm assuming that's what it is. Oh yeah, 4K restoration. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Well, there you go. I love that Saturday movie. afternoon planned and laid out. All right. Well, there you go. If you uh, want to follow us on the socials on X, <laughs> I like, still can't get over that. On X, Insta and Letterboxd is at Karate Pod. And on Insta for Corey is Culprit97. And on Letterboxd is Col- Corey underscore Culp. I can't even. Same old fucking name these days. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at Rock and Roll 33 on Instagram, <laughs> or you could follow me at Efren Cochran and the Companion at Letterboxd. That's Efren Cochran and the Companion at Letterboxd. 
the gingest. <laughs>